0: jonah 2 from inside the fish jonah prayed to the lord his god and said in my distress i called to the lord and he answered me from the depths of the grave i called for help and you listened to my cry you hurled me into the deep into the very heart of the sea and the current swirled around me all your waves and breakers swept over me i said i have been banished from your sight yet i will look again towards your holy temple the engulfing waters threatened me. The deep surrounded me. Seaweed wrapped around my head. To the roots of the mountains I sank down. The earth beneath barred me in forever. But, but you brought my life up from the pit. O oh Lord my God. When my life was ebbing away from me, I remembered you. And my prayers rose to you, to your holy temple. Those who cling to worthless idols forfeit the grace that could be theirs. But I, with a song of thanksgiving, will sacrifice to you. What I have vowed, I will make good. Salvation comes from the Lord. And the Lord commanded the fish, and it vomited Jonah onto dry land. Welcome to Debbie DeVries Ministries. Now, last week in chapter 1, we see that Jonah literally chooses to walk in the exact opposite direction that God commanded him to go. He was a prophet, therefore, he was used by God to convey a message on his behalf. Now, this isn't new to him, Uh, but this time he didn't like the marching orders he was given. He was told to go to Nineveh, and uh, what he did was he packed his bag and he went to Tarshish. So it's like God told him to head north, and Jonah said, nope, and he headed south. Now, there were consequences to Jonah's refusal. He found himself in the middle of a life-threatening storm and in the belly of a big fish deep within the waters, barred in forever, he says. Now... There's so much to talk about. There's cultural context here, like what the water stood for in Jonah's day, for example, that bring this account to life. But for today, I'm simply going to ask the question, can you relate figuratively? Have you ever been given marching orders from God? You just know when you've been asked to do or to say something and you don't like it. Has God asked you to head east, so to speak? You said, nope, and head west. Do you find yourself, or have you ever found yourself, figuratively speaking again, um, in the middle of a huge storm or in the belly of a big fish, so to speak? Now, even in the storm of Jonah's self-inflicted consequences, God is full of compassion, and he provides a way to keep Jonah safe from death from the pit of Jonah's despair, he cries out to God, he praises God for who he is, he cries out for help, and he confesses that salvation comes from God. And God hears him, and he takes him from the depth of the sea, representing death, separation, and chaos, from the belly of a slimy, messy fish, and he puts him back on dry land. And Jonah has been given life. God had compassion on Jonah and spared him from death. Now, I'm not sure if at the time Jonah would have understood that the fish was provided by God and used as a way to save Jonah from death, but for those looking back, including Jonah and you and I, we can see that it certainly was. God demonstrates his compassion for Jonah, who would have died, he would have drowned, he was in deep trouble by providing a large fish It's very strange. Side note, one never knows how God is going to work. What seems disastrous may actually be the very way in which God is protecting you, uh, the very way in which he's restoring us or saving us. You see, God is full of mystery, and he's also full of, of, of mercy. He heard Jonah's cry from the pit of death, and he rescued him. God fully restored Jonah, and he gave him a second chance to step into his marching orders. Do you need a second chance? A second chance to step back into your marching orders. I've been there. I have been. Now, we can't say what God's mercy and compassion will look like. However, we can be assured that He will, in His way, save us from the belly of our own fish. A caution, we have to be so careful not to put our ways onto God he res- his, because His rescue plan, more than likely, will look very different than what our preconceived ideas want or think we need. But rescue us in His way? when we're in trouble and when we call out to him. We can be sure of that. God saved Jonah from death. The greatest rescue of all is found in the truth that we have life. First and foremost, we are saved. God has given us eternal life. Just like God took Jonah from the pit of death, so he has taken you and I from the pit of eternal death. We are not barred in, as Jonah states, we are free. We no longer live in the belly of a fish, so to speak, when it comes to eternal life. We have been placed on solid ground, just like Jonah. We were in trouble. We were separated from our Creator, just like the children of Israel were at one time, and just like their greatest enemies uh, were. But He, God, He rescues us, He redeems us, and He sets us free. We live because God demonstrated His compassion for us while we were in danger, while we were in our own deep waters. Now, back to the question, have you ever been given a task uh, to do? And again, I say you just know when you are to do something. I'll give you a wee example that will hopefully make you laugh at me a little bit. But I was walking downtown, and it was a very hot day, and I was enjoying a nice cappuccino made with chocolate milk from Tim Hortons. They are delicious. You should try one. And um, I saw a homeless man sitting on the sidewalk, and he was begging. So I veered away from where he was, and, and I turned my head in order to pretend that he wasn't there. You see, because if I could not see him, well then he couldn't see, see me. How ridiculous is that? And this homeless person, he was on to me and he called out, that ice cap looks so good and it's really hot. I pretended I didn't hear him and I kept walking. And then I heard the words. I kid you not. I heard the words from Hebrew thirteen verse two, and this is what they say: Do not forget to show hospitality to strangers. My my words here, even if they are beggars. For by doing so, some people have shown hospitality to angels without knowing it. Now I'm not saying it was an angel because I just don't know. But I do know that I was to give him my ice cap. And I do know that I wasn't to judge him because he's no different than me in God's eyes. He was created by God, and he needed my ice cap. These were my marching orders, so I turned around and I gave it to him. Now, it's a funny little story, um, but I hope it gives you the idea of what I'm trying to convey. Now, on a much larger scale, I have decided to share with you today that there was a time when I did not listen to my marching orders, and I suffered greatly because of it. I was given the privilege to take a dear friend's child with us um, to a cottage for the weekend with our family. And um, my friend of many years, well, she trusted me. And I allowed her child, who was placed in my care on my watch, to do something that most importantly dishonored God. And it dishonored my friend. Quite frankly, my closest confidant at that time. I knew exactly what I was to do. I knew exactly what I was to say. And I knew exactly what I was was to stop from happening. But I didn't. I didn't do it. Why? Because I didn't like my marching orders. I was weak. I remember the night very clearly. I didn't sleep like Jonah did. I knew from this night on a storm was going to rage. And oh boy, did it. It raged, and it was my fault. There's no way of getting around it. God knew it, and so did I. Now, like I mentioned last week, it's very interesting to note that Jonah's behavior not only affected himself, but it affected others. He put others in jeopardy. I did the same thing. I hated what I did, or more accurately, I hated what I did not do. And I landed in deep waters, and I felt like I was going to drown. I rightly lost the privilege of calling the woman I spoke with everyday friend. We talked about everything. We did life together. We walked our faith journey together. She was a treasure given to me by God, and I didn't treat her that way. I said no to my marching orders. Can you relate? Now, maybe your story is different, but in essence, can you hear what I'm trying to communicate? Have you ever found yourself in a situation that is somewhat relatable to mine, even though it looks different? Now, I did find myself in my own kind of big fish sent to me by God, and it's from this pit, because it was a pit for me, that I cried out. And I confessed. I confessed. And I know that he heard me. And you know what? My father reminded me that he forgives, he restores, and he saves and God placed me back on dry land, if you will. And I was able to ask for forgiveness. And although we'll never be friends again, she has forgiven me. The price I paid, it's relative. I understand that. But for me, my friends, the price was very, very high. And let me tell you what the God who hears did for me I mourned the loss of this friendship for about three years. Um, I so missed the daily contact. And you know, it actually created a great deal of loneliness within me. And then all of a sudden, very unexpectedly, God brought me a new friend like this. Now, to me, I couldn't believe it. And actually, I didn't even recognize it at first. One day I was driving down the road, and once again, I uh, like to beat myself up over it. I was cringing at the mess I made, and once again I said, I am so sorry, God, for disobeying you. And He put a picture of this gal in my mind. At this point, we'd actually already been, been doing life together for over a year, um, and it's like He said, Stop. It's finished. I heard you cry out. I have forgiven you and I've given you another chance. I've given you another chance. Walk in the things I command you to walk in. Are you in deep waters? Do you feel like you're going to drown? Do you need to confess to God, my friends? If so, then cry out from your pit because God hears, he saves, and he rescues his way, his time, and he will command the fish, so to speak, to put you back onto dry ground. For today, for today, I say thank you, God. Thank you for putting my feet back on dry ground. Thank you for giving me another chance if you need to cry out to god and ask be put back on dry ground until we meet again amen